Hi, I'm Mikhail Sen and I'm delighted to be in the spotlight with Sandhya. Today's guest plays a leading role in The Suitable Boy, Meera Nair's adaptation of Rickham Seth's novel that's streaming on Netflix. He plays the role of the debonair poet, Amit. So let's hop across to London to meet Mikhail Sen. Hi, Mikhail. Hi, Sandhya. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you and thank you for that lovely introduction as well. Thank you. I really enjoyed the way you portrayed Amit. And had I been the girl, I would have certainly gone for you and not for the other person. <laughs> thanks, Sandhya. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, that, that's a massive compliment. I, uh, I, I feel very uh, uh, humbled and speechless. And uh, I, I, thank you. I mean, if, if I was the girl, I would have also gone for Amit, I think. But, uh... Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... I mean, everybody who knows you and your family aren't surprised at all at the ease with which you portrayed the role of a poet because your grandfather was a poet who I had the pleasure of knowing as well. Apart from that, your theatrical pedigree is also very well established with both Ashish and Munira Sen being very popular and established actors in the Bangalore amateur theater scene. But what really swept me off my feet was your ability to dance. Good heavens. Wow, was that a dance or was that a dance? <laughs> oh, it was definitely a dance. And it was a dance that uh, I had a lot of help with, I have to say. Uh, I couldn't have done it without the amazing choreographers, Rajeshwari and Shannon uh, and, uh, and Meera. And actually, you know, I did discover that uh, cinema can create magic. So it does make me look a lot better than, than, than I was. But, uh, but we worked hard on the tango. We worked on the tango from the very beginning, actually. Uh, from pr pretty much day one, I landed in Bombay for the read-through. And I was taken to uh, the, the, the person, to, to Avan's office, who was cutting my hair. And, and then I was taken to a tango class. So uh, it was, it, we worked very hard on it. And I'm very grateful for the way it turned out because everyone has been uh, bowled over by, by the dance sequences in, in the show. And, and I'm very grateful for that. Whenever you do come to Bangalore, I'm booking a dance with you. <laughs> done, 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 done. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I will, I'm happy to dance with you. I'm happy to do the tango with you. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that I will be in Bangalore very soon. Uh, and we can, we can, well, hopefully party at some point. <laughs> so let's get back to the film. Tell me what was your most difficult, um, you know, uh, sequence in the film? I think the uh, a sequence that was quite hard was, and it, and it doesn't really come across, you, know, you, you get a few shots of it. Uh, but it doesn't come through throughout is, is what Amit, I think, is going through in terms of his writing, because you catch him at a time when he's experiencing uh, struggles in his life, both external and internal. I think he's grappling with something and he's writing this big, you know, what he calls the great Indian novel or what people call the great Indian novel, uh, which is extremely long, long. And he's a poet, like you say, but he's, you know, having a, he's having his first stab at, at prose. Uh, and I think you see him sort of grappling with with his writing. And I think those scenes to really 
um, understand and uh, what Amit was going through and to portray what Amit was going through was quite challenging in terms of the writing scenes. And, uh, and we wanted to get that right. So I remember Mira, you know, doing take after take with just me writing. And, uh, and also when he's writing the inscription to Lata, um, it's almost like there's a block. That block is is not just writer's block. It's there is another block. So so at at yeah. So I think that was quite a quite a tricky tricky moment um, in terms of of this uh, of the you know difficult sequences you say. Um, and in terms of what it, what this, the the most fun sequence, uh, would, I think the tango was actually the most fun. I mean, we had we had such a blast doing it. It was all a, a an absolute blast. To be honest, it was such an amazing experience. We did read some adverse remarks uh, on social media, uh, mostly from uh, Indians who mocked at the kind of accents that uh, people were using, the cast were using in the film. To my mind, it seemed very much like what we have grown accustomed to by amateur English theatre in India. But you, as a modern young man, did you have a problem adapting to that kind of dialogue and, uh, you know, accent, if any? Not at all, not at all. I, I found, um, I found some of those reactions a bit, a bit silly and a bit pedantic because the truth is that even in the India we live in today, you sound very different from the way I sound in terms of our, our accents. And we both come from Bangalore. I mean, in the sense that I was born in Bangalore, I grew up in Bangalore and you've spent most of your life in Bangalore as well. And, and I think that's the amazing thing about India. It's about embracing our differences, even in, in the way we speak English. And, you know, English beca becomes our own. It might have been a foreign language. And sure, it, even, even the way we speak Hindi, the way we speak other languages, uh, someone coming from Bangalore and speaking Hindi would have a slight South Indian twist to his Hindi. Someone coming from Madhya Pradesh would have a, a very interesting central Indian twist to their, the, the way they speak the language. And I think those nuances are just a part of life. And, and, and I, I found, you know, those reactions to be a bit, a bit silly if, if, if I, you know, without hurting any, any anyone's sentiments. But I, I think the, the, the idea is that it's about embracing and making English our own, which we do. I mean, English is very much our language. It is, it's in the constitution. It's, it's one of the official languages of India. A Suitable Boy is a book that tells a story that paints a very, very large canvas. You know, it, it, it starts in Brahmpur, but it goes through Delhi and Punjab. And I mean, it's got a Punjabi family and it's got Kolkata in the background. And, and it, it really traverses a very, very wide range of characters and people and families uh, who will not speak English or Hindi the same way. They will have their own influences because ultimately that's what we bring to ourselves. I mean, we bring to the language, we bring our own experiences. And I think that influences the way we speak. Okay, now tell me, was this your first time ever acting on, in a film? Yes, it was. It was the first time. I mean, I've done some short films and I've done Mahesh Datani's Mango Souffle when I was very, very young. And uh, but this was my first real, uh, you know, experience in front of a camera because it was, you know, almost 20, 21 days filming. And that's quite a, and, you know, a long schedule, five months I was, I was in India. So it was a real uh, 
ex phenomenal experience. I mean, it was there was so much learning, and I got so much from it. And before that, you'd acted in a very well-known uh, musical, right? Uh, tell us about that because I read very rave reviews about your role in that musical too, but which we never got to see because it didn't come to India, I think. That's right. That's right. So Taj Express was uh, was a fantastic experience. Uh, it was uh, a Bollywood musical, something I could never imagine myself doing. Uh, lots of singing, lots of dancing, loud and proud and everything, you know, it was all the elements. But it was so much fun as well. We, we started in America. We did 64 shows in 53 cities in 85 days. So it was a mammoth, you know, whirlwind sort of tour. We started in New York, we finished in Las Vegas and we went everywhere on this bus and you know if if uh, we weren't performing we were just sleeping on the bus or we were you know well there was there were days off and we did see a lot of America but we we saw a lot more of the highways of America uh, and then <laughs> and then after that we uh, off the back of that because it was quite successful we did a UK run for a month and at Sadler's Wells and then we went to Hong Kong and Istanbul so I saw so much of the world in 2017 and I'm very grateful for that opportunity and Shruti Merchant and, uh, you know, the entire team were just fantastic. Um, and it, and, you know, I think Taj Express continues to tour. I mean, not this year, of course, but, um, but I think they've, they've done more and more and more as they've, as they've gone on. So it was very, very special to be a part of that. The Windflower Results and Spa. Come, take advantage. Tell us about the most uh, recent uh, plays that you've acted in. For A Suitable Boy, I was in a play called Hell Yes, I'm Tough Enough, uh, which was about the 2016, well, the 2015-16 UK election uh, and the run-up to it, basically. Uh, and it, it revolved around Brexit and, and all of those things, which is very political. Uh, but I had great fun because I played a character who was um, drafted in to advise the Tories, the Conservatives, uh, on their campaign. Um, and uh, it was, and he sees sort of this very idealistic chap who, um, uh, who basically thinks he can change the Tory, the, the, the evil Tory party, the right-wing capitalists, and make the difference from inside. And by the end of it, he's very, you know, jaded by the entire system. Um, and that was a very interesting role to play. Um, and then before that, I was in Troilus and Cressida, where I played Helenus, one of Troilus's brothers uh, uh, and Priam's son, uh, sons. Uh, it, was, it was a fabulous experience. We were in Stratford-upon-Avon, uh, which is Shakespeare's birthplace. And, you know, performing at the Royal Shakespeare Company is a dream like no other. It was uh, really, really special to that. I, and this year I've done something called Four More Walls, which was a Zoom show. And um, because of course, lockdown and an audiobook of uh, Salman Rushdie's The Ground Beneath Her Feet for Penguin and Ram Random House, which was very, very fun and really uh, interesting, great book. Uh, and I really enjoyed doing that. So if you want to hear 26 hours of my voice, <laughs> please uh, download the book off Audible. So coming back to the point where you said your dream came true, that you could, uh, you know, realize your acting and uh, theatrical ambitions. Tell us how you got to this point. You know, here you were in Bangalore and if memory serves me right, 
uh, you did act in several little plays even when you were a young boy uh, you were in a play when all of you were still in play school i think or just out of play school you and aditya you were all there uh, in art youth and then of course on and off i saw you on stage and from there to where you are now let's quickly recap that journey because there would be people who are interested in following in your footsteps absolutely no you're absolutely right it all started in bangalore it all started thanks to mama and papa my parents uh because they both did theater not professionally i have to add on the side after work they would take me to rehearsal because they couldn't leave me anywhere else and that's how theater became a part of who i am and uh and it was and i have to say that arundhati raja and jagdish raja played a, a very very important role in uh in my theater in my theater journey because they started art as you as you said art and um and with the first play that i did was the insect play where i played a cockroach and i had i was 5 years old and i had this one moment at the end when all the insects died the cockroach survives uh he's the last one so he runs on stage and i think he dies at the end but anyway but it was my my 2 seconds of fame and i loved it and i i must have been 5 years old so that i think at that point something in me when i got the applause and you know that that triggered something uh where i i realized how much i enjoyed and how much confidence it gave me um um and then got to i mean i did several plays with art growing up um and i would always my father directed a lot of plays and my mom acted so i was always surrounded by by that world so i was taken to rehearsal and then i went off to college and i studied history uh and in delhi and i was uh, quite disillusioned by uh by what i experienced in delhi in terms of the the subject matter the his the way it was taught and stuff like that and i didn't find history to be as interesting by the end of of my my time uh, my first my degree so um I finished uh, my BA and I didn't know what to do I was very confused so I decided to um try different things and muddy my hands and get a sense of because I could see myself on NDTV uh moderating debates you know I could see, I was very into politics and and journalism and all of that and I did I I worked at NDTV for a short while and uh I did not enjoy it very much because I spent a lot of time in front of a computer screen um writing scripts and you know breakdowns and rundowns and all of this stuff basically a lot of production and spend very little time in front of the camera reporting well it's very hard to you know on your first gig and while i was staring at these screens i was dreaming so much of being on stage that i thought to myself bloody hell why are you dreaming about it just go ahead and do it you know you're 21 if all else fails you can come back and do a job like this so um and that was i think the moment when i decided i needed to go to drama school um and via a couple more avenues i worked with teamwork productions in delhi where we did you know the jaipur lit fest and the mahindra excellence those were events and arts related events i'm very grateful to shonjoy roy as well another mentor in some ways uh but i i yeah basically took the plunge and applied to drama school and went in 2014 and i did a, a one year masters and after that i uh had to come back cuz i couldn't get a visa but i got had got an agent and i got all this interest and i almost did something but the visa didn't support it and all of that but i gotten a taste of of that kind of world and um came back uh moved to bombay i was determined to um to make a living off of acting and and theater so and i and i think you can only do that in 
in in Mumbai. So I I moved to Mumbai and uh, I did a play with Alec Padamsi. Uh, in fact, my father, sorry, my father directed me in a play in, in Bangalore where my mother played my mother. And it was a play called Nine Jaku Hill by Gurcharan Das. Uh, it's all coming back to me, but yeah. So that happened, and then I moved to Bombay, and um, lots of struggle and sleeping on people's sofas and jumping around from one friend to another family to another friend, you know, so that no one got bored of me, uh, and I kept it interesting. Uh, I, but I was, I basically relied a lot on on the generosity of friends and family for that year, and then Taj Express came along, and I was traveling for most of 2017. And off the back of Taj Express, I managed to get a visa that allows me to work in the UK. So now I sort of split my time. I spend uh, eight, nine months of the year in the UK and two or three months in India. Uh, of course, that varies depending on work. But um, but yeah, so that's that's basically been the journey. And and a suitable boy is very special because uh, I I landed the visa and uh, I came over and I was in London. I sort of rocked up expecting auditions to just come my way, and I, it was you know completely quiet for. Three months, and I had to get a job at a, uh, you know, and 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 I was doing something else, and then um, this director I was playing cricket with um, was bowling, and uh, uh, I remember I was standing at deep mid wicket, and the batsman, you know, smashed the ball in the air, and I saw it; it was right up in the air, and I uh, was running forward. I took the catch; it was a very good catch, if I may add. <laughs> if I, yeah, but but I'm so glad I took that catch because after that he he offered me a job in his ne- next play at the Royal Court, and uh, Mira Nair happened to be in the audience that day. So I was doing that play, and it was all very serendipitous. And uh, I went up to her after, and I said, Mira, you know, I've just auditioned for a suitable boy, and she said, Oh, really? I haven't seen your tape. Can you send it to me? But the amazing the amazing thing was that. Um, I uh, the book was given to me by my grandparents, Dadu and Dida, uh, and the inscription was to our suitable boy. So they gave it to me for my fifteenth birthday, and it's quite amazing because I play one of the suitors in the show. So uh, it feels very special, and it will always be a very special project because of that. Uh, I have a feeling this is going to be a breakthrough role for you, uh, Mikhail. these are very uncertain times but i'm sure you will find a way to keep going and the possibilities are endless now do you have any specific plans is there anything specific uh, that you're working on or any particular role that you are aspiring to play well it's super boy has been has been fantastic and there's been a few a few things which are quite exciting but i think as you say things are quite uncertain so i don't want to say too much and i don't want to talk about them right now but fingers crossed 2021 will have a lot more to come so uh so i'm just you know without saying more because i also i can't but uh but i feel like uh it's it's it i think the future i hope the future is bright and i believe it i, I believe it is so uh so yeah and and i'm looking forward to you know getting my teeth into many many more characters and uh and and playing several different people <laughs> i wish you all the very best with that and uh, thank you so much mikhail for uh, being on the show it was such a pleasure to catch up with you i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of spotlight with sandhya with the actor mikhail sen you can also watch this interview as a video on the raintree media youtube channel thank you for listening until i'm back again with another interesting guest take care and see you soon bye bye 
the Windflower Resort and Spa. Come, take advantage. <laughs> <laughs>